We bless your name this morning, O oh God. Amen. The thoughts you have for us, yes, Lord. the thought plans you have for us, yes. is beyond our imagination, O oh God. You can do what no man can do. Yes. This morning as a church, this morning as a family, yes, we say we thank you for the word for us this month. Yes. Because your word is your plan for us this month, O oh God. And we thank you, O oh God, with a grateful heart for the lifting we say we thank you oh god for the elevation we thank you oh god for the advancement that you're bringing into our lives we celebrate you oh god for turning our shame into fame we thank you oh god for the wondrous testimonies about to hear in this church we bless you oh god for what you're about to do speak your words to us this morning show us how how lord to enter into your advancement teach us the way that we may go oh god and battle our steps as we walk in your word use my voice this morning oh god and minister to all of us in the mighty name of jesus let somebody say amen, amen. hallelujah this month is the month of what hallelujah one amazing thing is that when God told the Israelites to move forward, he didn't go and tell all the Israelites, but he told one man. And then when that man, Moses, gave the word, God performed. This month, by the grace of God, our prophetic word for the month is our month of advancement. And I want us to take our minds back to this year, to 2016, the first night. God gave us a word. He said 2017 is our year of new beginnings. Maybe from January up to July, you haven't seen anything. But this morning, I came to inform you that this month, something is going to happen. Yes. Hallelujah. Because advancement is very much associated with new beginnings. Our uncle's scripture for this month can be found in 2 Samuel 22, 29-30. It says, you are my lamp. Oh Lord, the Lord that turns my darkness into light. With your help, I can advance against a troop. With my God, I can scale a wall. Amazing. Last Sunday, Daddy gave a very detailed definition of what advancement is all about. And I actually want to brush over what he said last Sunday. He said advancement simply means to move forward in a purposeful manner. To advance means to make progress or to move forward or to build upon something. The, the book of Jeremiah 29 verse 11. God says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. The plan of God for us in this month of August is to cause us to advance. It is God's plan for us as a family. It is God's intention for us as a church. One thing I've come to understand about God is that whenever he gives a word, he gives grace to cause the word to happen. Grace is not something that you can feel or touch. Grace is something to be experienced. So I cannot define what grace is because grace comes through obedience. When you obey the word, the grace is released upon you and the word profits you. Interestingly, it is not everybody in the church that will encounter advancement. Because some people will read meanings into the word. 
and wonder how it's going to happen. But what God has said will be, will be. We don't need to try to make it a reason out of it or how it's going to happen or just a situation because God himself is how. But this morning, I see the grace of God coming upon you this morning. You, once you are in this church, you don't go out without grace. Once you are a member of Christ Jubilee, you will advance in this month. I mean, advancement is making a progress, like taking a step higher the ladder. Listen, as a church, that is not how we are. That is not how you are. I see rich people in the church. I see doctors in the church. I see engineers. I see our industry filled with children. I see the single married. I see prosperous people in the church. That is what I see. I don't see any poor person in the church. Hallelujah. Because God is here. This morning I'm preaching on a message entitled, It's Time to Move Forward. It's time to move forward. Tell somebody it's time to move forward. And God is going to show us practical ways of making that a reality. Now, why does God seek our advancement? Let me have Exodus 14 verse 15, please. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. So this means that God is a God of progress. He likes progress. When we look at situations around us, if we look at our own feet, our feet doesn't look backwards. Our feet look forward. The clock does not tick backwards. It ticks forward. When the day passes, it goes. It doesn't come back. So it means that when we grow older, we don't grow younger. So even situations around us tell us that God created things to move forward. It is an error when your life becomes stagnant whilst the clock is ticking. By God's ordinance and by his own plans, everything must move on. Your life and my life must progress as the day becomes. If you handle 1,000 Ghana cities today, tomorrow you must handle 100 million or 10,000. Your life must not become stagnant. That is how God has made things. We don't walk backwards, we walk forward. So if situations defines that God has created everything to move forward, then you don't have to accept it when you are stagnant. You must desire to see progress in your life because that is God's plan for you and for me. Hallelujah, somebody. Let me have Genesis 1 verse 28. Then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the every living thing that moves on the earth. When God created Adam and Eve, he put them in a garden. And when God put them in the garden, he told them to multiply. Whatever they have come to see, they must increase it. However God made your life, you must increase it. Your life must become better. That is God's ordination for you. You must not accept how things are in your life. Listen, we serve a God of progress. That is why when the day comes, the night comes, and the new day comes, nobody can go back to 2014. This month of August, God said it's our set time to move what? Forward. Maybe you don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to show you how it's going to happen. Hallelujah, somebody. 
in Genesis 9 verse 7. It says, As for you, be fruitful and increase in number. Multiply on the earth and increase upon it. Hallelujah, somebody. We serve a God who takes delight in progress. We serve a God who takes delight in fruitfulness. He said, I wish above all things that you will prosper in being good health, even as thy soul prospered. We serve a God who desires our progress in life. Listen, if, if, you, if you live in a one-bedroom house and you think that you have made it, it's an error. Because you know what? Anytime you accept a condition, you limit God. Anytime you accept whatever condition that you are in, you accept it, you limit what God can do in your life. So the plans I have for you, it's beyond our imagination. Means that the things that we think about, God has bigger thoughts. So God has big thoughts for us. All we can do is to move in his direction. Hallelujah, somebody. God is glorified. God is praised. God is exalted when our lives become better. One amazing thing is that, and I need you to understand this, is God is taking us somewhere. Maybe the beginning is small, but you become great. And it's starting from this month. It is starting from this month. I said it is starting from this month. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Something is going to happen in your life. Something is going to happen. You don't need to know how it's going to happen, but something will happen. God is not man. God is a spirit. He moves in a way that we cannot see. So all that we have to do is to obey the word that he gives to the man of God to tell us. Obey the word and flow with it. How to encounter advancement. How can I encounter my advancement. Second Samuel 29, Uncle Scripture. Second Samuel 22, verse 29 to 30. It says, You are my lamp. Oh Lord, the Lord turns my darkness into light. With your help, I can advance. I love that part. With your help, I can advance against the troop. With my God, I can scale. And I will. By my God, I can advance. With my God, I can see progress. With my God, I can move forward. With my God, this means that the call to advancements is, is a call to relationship with God. Because you know what? There's no way you can, you can advance in life without God's help. Do you know the mother who are stressed out in life? Who can't find the way forward? God makes a way where there seemed to be no way. There is no impossibility with God. Because Bible says, with God, I love you. With God, all things are possible. So if God says that he's going to advance your life, it doesn't matter where you are. Maybe you are indebted. You owe people so much. Maybe things are rough in your life. But what God has said that he will do, that is what you will do. Psalm 127 verse 1 to 2. Glory to God. Unless the Lord builds the house, it builds it build labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen stand guard in vain. In vain you rise early and, late and stay up late, toiling for food to eat. For he grants sleep to those he loves. Do you know what it means for God to grant sleep to those he loves? To some people... 
Advancement is great work. Some people in trying to advance in life, trying to see progress in life, they get so stressed up and some even die on the way. Interestingly, there are young guys and young ladies who are dying of heart attack. Interestingly, stressed up in life. But God says that with those who love him, he gives them sleep. Let me have a new King James Version. He gives them rest. So you will advance in life without stress. You didn't get that point. You will make it in life without sweat. I used to run a business for about eight years. The stress I've gone through with business, people chopping your money, you losing money here and there, and the Lord gave me just an idea. And in one month, what I've made in one month, I've never made it in 10 years, running those shops in one month, less than one month. When you float with God, you make it in life without stress. Tell somebody, roll with God. You know, the type of relationship we have with God will determine the kind of advancement we get. Your level of relationship with God will determine what you receive from God. If you are not serious with God and you are some way with God, your advancement will become some way. Some of us, we know where we are coming from and we know how we gave ourselves wholly to God and we have seen what God can do. And now we can tell that God can do bigger things. This man, the call to advancement, it's a call to build a stronger relationship with God. He says, with my God, I can advance. It's like you're climbing a ladder. As long as you stay on the ladder, you flow. He's the one that will take our lives higher. So in following him, you don't look anywhere but follow the one who is leading you. So you depend on him because you, he says, can I have that verse projected? Second Samuel. He says, you are my lamp. It's amazing. You are my focus. And with you, I can advance. You bring light into my darkness. With you, I can advance. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, change the gear this month. Chase after God with all your heart. To see that change you want to see. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our seriousness with God is a yardstick to our progress in life. God will order your step into your glorious destiny when number one, you are willing and obedient to him. And when number two, you allow him to order your step. And number three, when you maintain a holy life. Because Bible says that the righteous shall flourish like the cedar of Lebanon. So it's the righteous that will advance. Number two, let me talk to you about something. Number two, advancement is a call to do something. This is actually where my message is. Advancement is a call to do something. I began by defining what advancement is. And I said advancement is to move forward, to make progress, or to build upon, or to improve on your life. All these definitions boil down to the understanding that advancement is an act. Advancement is a what? It's an act. So this month of August, God is calling us to do something. Whenever God makes a demand, it means that he has something to give. Hallelujah. Whenever God makes a demand or request, he has something to give. Let me have Deuteronomy 1 verse 6 to 8. Deuteronomy 1, 6 to 8. The Lord our God said to us at Horeb, You have stayed long enough at this mountain. Break camp and advance into the hill country of the Amorites. Go to all the neighboring peoples in the Arabah 
in the mountains, in the western foothills, in the Negev, along the coast to the land of the Canaanite and to the Lebanon, as far as the great river, the Ephrates. See, I have given you this land. Go in and take possession of the land. And the Lord swore he would give to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and to their descendants after them. God said, break camp. Move to the Amorite. Move to the Negev. Go this way. Go to the upper hill. Go ahead. Do you know what that means? Listen, last month we prayed and prayed and prayed. We fasted. We prayed. Last month was a month of prayer. What, what, what prayer haven't we prayed in this church? But now God is telling us to, to act. Prayer was an act of faith. An advancement is an act of faith. God said, don't cry to me anymore. Right now, do something. God wants to do something in your life and in my life. But until we move, he can't do anything. Listen, that no blessing will come from heaven upon us. The blessings of God is sought for. Some of us were in the church and we can't even do many things. There was one man I truly know. He's a professor. He's a very rich man. And I happened to be talking to him. And then that man of God said, people don't like working, but there's money in Ghana. I don't want to mention this. As soon as I mention this, you all know him. And that man said that one time, somebody came from his village and said to him that he should give him money to start business. And I asked him, how much money are you looking at? About 17 years ago, so about 5,000 Ghana cities. And the man said, I'm going to give you 500 Ghana cities. He's a lecturer, he's a professor. So he said, I'm going to give, I'm going to try something with you. I'm going to give you 500 Ghana cities. That is 50 Ghana, those times. I want you to go to Nyamrasa and go and buy Kenke and bring it to Kaneshi and buy a bell and sell it there and try it for three days. If you do it for three days, come back to my office and come and give a report to me. And based on that, I'll give you money. So the man said, okay. He was desperate, so he went. He took the money and I went. Went to Bakenke and brought it to Kaneshi. This is a real story. He came to sell a Kaneshi. Less than one hour, 50 Ghana cities, 17 years ago, the Kenke got finished. At the same station, he took a car and went back to Nyamuransa on the Cake Post Road. Went to buy more Kenke. Brought it the next morning, he sold the Kenke. It was finished. And then by 9 a.m. in the morning, he went back again. That day, he called the people and then they were Put the Kenke on the car who is passing by to the Kaneshi station. Within three days, 50 Ghana cities, he had made 500 Ghana cities. <laughs> Listen to this. When God wants to advance our lives, the verse we read, let's go to verse 7. It said, break camp and advance into the hill country of the Amorites. Go to all the neighboring peoples. There should not be anybody in this church who says, I can't find job to do. God says, break camp, come out of your comfort zone and do anything. Because irrespective of whatever you do, I will bless it. I was telling somebody I saw pure water before. Atakwade, train station. I think I'm lying. Listen, there is nothing like too small. There is nothing like too small. If God wants to advance your life, any little thing that you can do, you have to do it. Listen, God wants to advance our lives, but he will bless us through something. There was a man, a woman that went to Aunt Prophet and said that, I don't have anything. My husband is dead and he's owing. And it is that us want to come and take our children. And the man of God asked him, what do you have? God will always need something. He will need something from you. Listen, this month of advancement, 
if you know what is in the airwaves, eh? This month of advancement, whatever you can do, find something doing. There's a song that says that. Hallelujah, somebody. I remember that he said, so, and he keeps on singing so many times ago, of how he used to be a porter in Kumasi, and how he came to Accra with a raw bag, and how he started doing taxi business. And now he's an owner of fleet of cars. He was a portal. Now he, 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 he travels, he tours Europe. He's now an international man. Listen, with all seriousness, it doesn't matter what you do today. Because what you start to do today does not define your future. God will start with you little by little. And the amazing thing is that that little that he gives to you, he bless it and bless it and bless it and bless it. So don't be in the church and say that I don't do anything. This month, the grace has already been released upon us. All you have to do is to do something to tap into it. And if whatever you are doing, try to do better than that. Hallelujah. One thing that accompanies the word of God is that you must have, you must be, let me say this. If you see somebody who will make it in life or somebody who has a potential, of making it in life. The person is very zealous. When I say zealous, it means they are very passionate. If you know where you're coming from, don't let your family define who you become. I mean, I'm not shy to say this. I can say it a hundred times. Where I used to live, we used to go to Huitom. If you know what that means, I'm not going to define that. Yeah, there was no, there was no washroom in our house. You have to come out and then go to public transport, uh, public, uh, and go and do your thing. But where I am coming from does not define where I am going. Maybe your family, there's nobody in the family who is rich. You are the one who is going to be rich in your family. Listen, we serve a God who is rich. Maybe in your family, nobody has traveled abroad before. Mommy, I see your, your grandchildren being born in America and all over. Look at the blue book. Don't think, don't be late. Sometimes, let, let me say this. Let me say this in quotes. One man of God said something some weeks back. And the whole airwaves took it in a different way. I'm not going to be, say exactly what he said. But he said that most of us Christians, we don't use our here. Listen, God has given us what it takes to make it in life. Because we, we just take the word. But word without an act is fruitless. You take the word and you work with it and it profits you. Let me have James 2 verse 18. But someone will say, you have faith and I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by what I do. Let me have the New Kingdom version. I will show you my faith by my works. Faith without works, it's fruitless. Most of us Christians, we have the word, but we don't have what it takes to make it work. So we, we, we find so many Christians in the house of God, and their life is always the same. So when you go to evangelism and you try to tell somebody, give your life to Christ, and look at you and the size you know, what is on you that should come and follow your God? I curse that spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Listen, the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. The word of God is make, able to make situations happen. Listen, if you act upon the word, it profits you. 
You can spend 10 days, 20 days in the room and fast and pray. Listen, until you go out and look for a job, you will not get a job. That is the truth. That does not nullify what God has said. God says a month of advancement. He wants to do something in your life. He wants to do something in my life. He wants to improve over your situation. Let me have Proverbs 13 verse 4. Proverbs 13. Today I'm closing on time. Proverbs 13 verse 4 please. The soul of a lazy man desires and has nothing. But the soul of the diligent shall be made what? Rich. So many of us, we desire. But where is our act? We have gotten to an area where you, do, you can't do one job. Situations in Ghana is like abroad. Even if you think you're gainfully employed, I'm telling you, look for something to attach that thing you're doing. Because if you're going to go by your salary alone, you will not see anything. The first time I went to Dubai about 20 years ago, I went with just $300. Those times, and I saved and saved and saved. When I went, my hotel was everything, my food, everything was in that money. That was when I started business. I'm going buy and come and sell. Some of us want posh life, but every little man that comes into our hand, we squander it. And we sit and desire. When they say, God bless you, amen. Listen, amen without act is fruitless. Find something doing. The young guys in the church, find something doing. Anything. Whether you have to go and learn how to make soap, do it. Listen, we must make it. Tell somebody we must make it. But you have to move. When I was in school, my mother would give me pocket money. And you know, whenever she gives me money, I'll go to the market and go and buy black and white. My pocket money for lunch. When I'm going, I'll pass to the Tokadri market circle, enter the market of a line, and go and buy a lewa. And I'll sell during classes. I'll be selling my lewa, lewa, pass, pass, pass. I'm going to class, I'm pass it. But by lunchtime, I'll collect all my money. By 3 o'clock, I have doubled the amount. Let me have Proverbs 14, verse 23. God will start with you from somewhere. You have to be willing, willing, willing to do many things. Willing. In all labor, there is profit. But idle chatter leads only to poverty. In all labor, there is what? Profit. God is going to advance our lives, but must be willing to do something. Move out of your comfort. Hallelujah. Hard work is rewarding. Unless you are born into a rich home. But if you are born into a poor home, Listen, it doesn't matter how your father is like. It doesn't matter how your mother is. It doesn't matter the kind of background you come from. Strive. In my family, not many people went to university. Seriously. But I told myself, even when I wanted to go to university, Amanda said she didn't have money. And she didn't have it. She was not working then. I started working at the age of 19 years as a secretary in Takrad in a, in, a, in a drugstore. I started working there and I was writing courses here and there. The day I went to write computer classes, the computer class, I didn't pay for it because I went to beg them so I could write computer classes, do computer school. I went to beg. And you know the work they gave me to do? Because I, was, I knew how to type. So what I do is that when we go on break, all the work they had to do, that computer school had to do, all their projects, they bring it to me and I would type. That was what I used in paying my computer classes. When I finished there, when, when I, I stayed, I worked for about two, three years there and got a job at the Tipper Airlines. And it didn't stop me from there. I wanted to go to university and I paid for it. I wrote courses upon courses, courses upon courses, because I'm still going to go back to school. Seeking betterment in my life. I was pregnant, I was still in school. Be zealous for change. Be zealous, passionate for change. Hallelujah, somebody. Be hardworking. Jacob was hardworking. Joseph was hardworking. If God will bless your life and advance your life, you must be what? Hardworking. Some of us, we don't like hard work. But listen, hard work is what brings advancement. 
hard work. Sometimes, I can't even have time for my own self. As a woman, you want to go and wash your hair, you're going to go and do this. I don't even have time for myself. I just want to tell you. Listen, if you want to make it in life, you know two things. You need God and you need to work hard. Because the Bible says that even Abraham, in his old age, was still going for war. He was strong. He was still working. Don't be a somebody who... It is a shame when you're always asking people for money. It is a shame. It is a shame. Get something doing. When you pray and ask God, he said, Be who does not work must not do what? Eat. God. In any seed that comes into your hands, do something with it. We always like to look good. You want the best of shades. And you want to just flow. And so what? There is time for everything. A time to sow and a time to reap. Daddy gave us a practical setting. He had to sell his car and walk. Do you know the discomfort? If you drive for a long time and he stop driving and he start working, you feel it. So he felt it and he bought a land and he built. It was little money. Whatever little thing God gives to you, invest it. It can be pure water. My mother used to ask me, you, are you born to Nigerian? Because I will sell tiro, I will sell everything. When you come to my office, I was selling credits. Hey, I'm telling you, but most of the people say, oh, I know where I'm coming from. And I want to give my children a better life. So I have to work hard. And God blesses hard work. And I see that grace coming upon you this morning. I see your small beginnings becoming great. In the name of Jesus. Listen, whatever God gives to you, whatever God entrusts to your care, take care of it. One thing that accompanies advancement is that it's loyalty and faithfulness or responsibility, being accountable. Sometimes you, you might be in a job and you're, you're always complaining. You're, you're, you're always complaining. I used, to, I used to tell, when God finds you faithful, he'll bless you at what you do. No work is permanent. Listen, every job is some way. Even the person who works in the president's office is complaining. How much more us? Everybody is complaining. Listen, stop complaining and be, work with all your heart. Be faithful. Bible says that whatever we do, we should do it as unto the Lord. Colossians 3 verse 23. Colossians 3 23. My time is up. And whatever you do, do it heartily. As to the Lord and not what? Man. Whatever is entrusted to your care, don't complain. Do it as unto. Because you, don't, you may never know. Through that, God will elevate you. Be accountable for whatever God entrusts to your care. Do it and do it all your heart. In God's own time, he will raise you. God is going to raise you up. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how things are in your life. If you are youth, you want to go back to school, strive and go back to school. If you have to find a work and do and go back to school, do it. Because I see in the church, in some years to come, the story will be different. Our standard is changing. God wants to help us. We must do something for him to help us. One last thing I want to say is that you can seek betterment in your life when you have a vision. Vision is a foresight of who you want to become in the future. You must have a picture of who you want to be in 10 years from today. That picture must be in your mind's eye. And that picture must aid your work in life. When you have that picture in mind, it causes you to strive to become better. Listen to this. Paul said in Philippians 3 verse 12 to 14. Not that I have already attained. No, I'm already perfected. But I do what? Press on. That I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Verse 13. Brethren, 
I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Paul had a vision. His vision was Jesus Christ. What vision do you have of you? How do you want to be in five years time, in 10 years time? Who will you be? If you don't have a vision, your advancement is limited. I heard a man of God preach some many years ago and he said, think big and start in a small way. Think big. Look at yourself in a big way. Don't limit yourself to a certain situation. Think big. Have that picture of you in your mind and walk towards that goal. When you have the picture, it aids you to press on. Even when you fail, you see your failure as an opportunity to learn from your mistakes and avoid the errors in future. So your failures does not limit you. It aids you to become better. When you fall, say, I will fall 10 times. I will rise up again because I have a vision. I know where I am going. I know who I want to be like. It's a matter of advancement. What picture or view do you have in mind? Let's be on our feet. What picture? What picture of you do you have in mind? We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. You are wonderful. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. We exalt thy name, O oh God. Who have we in heaven but you? With you, we can advance against a troop. With you, O oh God, we can do wonders. With you, we can go far in life. Father, Lord, I pray for your people. Every grace that we need as a family to excel in life. Let that grace come upon us in the mighty name of Jesus. You said we, Christ Jubilee, we are a church of churches, a church on the hill. We cannot be hidden. Father, I pray for your church, for all our branches. Every veil covering our progress, I declare it thrown from today in the name of Jesus. Usher us into our greatness. Usher us into our lifting. Usher us into your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, let every desire upon our hearts be fulfilled. Father, do what no man can do and take the glory, O oh God. Take all the glory. 
We thank you. Bless your name. For answered prayer. In Jesus name. Amen.